Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hi guys, welcome back to the Foster's After Show on After Buzz TV. Tonight we're breaking down season three, episode seven, called Faith, Hope, Love. Now we have a lot to say about it. Those are big themes. And as always, Jillian Leff is here. She's going to be checking Twitter all night. You can tweet at us using the hashtag ABTVFosters. We love hearing from you. You can tweet us comments, questions, concerns. Things that make you go, hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. A great addition. (laughs) (laughs) If you can't tweet with us live, feel free to tweet us after the fact and comment on YouTube and iTunes. We love hearing from you. Um, We already introduced Jillian, but where do you tweet from, Jillian? I tweet from at Jillian Leff. And you you can tag me in the tweet too if you want. Wow, I <laughs> love that Twitter handle. That's yeah. so clever. What about you, Hannah? Please <laughs> enjoy yourself. Hey guys, I'm Hannah Pritchard. I tweet from at the Hotshot Dude. And I'm Stephanie Georgie, and I tweet from at Stephanie Georgie. Awesome. I'm Jeffrey Masters. I tweet from Jeff Masters One. And I have a confession to make, guys. Uh-oh. Here it is. Okay. I'm really nervous about Callie's adoption. How can they keep doing this to us? I know. Uh, Last time when I was watching it, my roommate was like, yes! And I looked at her and I was like, why? And she's like, finally, Robert and Callie will be together. Like, Robert. I know. So. That is quite true. Not permanently, though. You're the one that said that Bradley <sighs> is gonna. But at this point, ex- exactly, Bradley's and it gonna has happen, to ha- and that has to happen this way. Yeah, if it's going to happen, then it has to happen. Like, then she can't be adopted. It uh, just kind of is. How do you feel? I'm feeling nervous. I don't know. Here's what I'm. Okay. I have mixed feelings because part of me is annoyed at the writers because I'm like, this is so annoying to make her keep. Like, almost going so close and missing it. However, it's not, like, it is the writers, but it's not, because that's, like, the system, and it's, like, a real thing that can keep happening. It's true. And also, if you think about it, the lady said she can't make the recommendation for the adoption because of what's happened, and they need to investigate further. Um, And honestly, she's looking out for the best interest of Callie. Yeah. Like, that's her job. She doesn't know what wonderful parents Steph and Lena are. So, like, really, by the book, this is, like, a great thing. But as viewers, it's like, oh, my God, it's just, like, another issue with being like adopted it's just woe is Callie all the time yeah and I'm like when is any like from last week the birthday party which was like it just completely bombed Mm -hmm. and then the end was like you know semi happy whatever she got her birthday kiss but like this week from the bombshell that happened at the end of the episode to buying a stolen car and all these things I'm just like can't we just see her happy for more than two episodes. Yeah, that'd <laughs> because be great. honestly, that's all it. It's that's all it pretty much is. It's like, oh, we see her, you know, happy. Her happiness, you know, it focuses on another person's drama. I would just like to see her get the ending that she deserves and wants. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to get like preachy or anything, but um, I like work with the Trevor Project. And before that, I would have thought like this is so unrealistic to have like a thousand horrible things to happen to one person. Mm-hmm. But like, really, when you're 
when I've learned, like working with kids, like when one thing bad happens, it's so easy to have like nine more bad things happen. Mm -hmm. And it's like, this isn't like a special circumstance. Yeah, it's true. And she's a teenage girl. I want to say that teenage girls happen to live very dramatic lives. (laughs) They drive to Mexico with boys. It's just one of those things where you get confused and she's someone where so much has happened to her. I feel that her character just continues to think that she can do what she wants. She's like, oh, I learned my lesson, but doesn't realize she has more lessons to learn. So I don't know. It it sucks. But at the same time, like you said, it's a spiral effect because then it affects everything else that they do. Um, Trey Michael just tweeted, Robert can't have Callie because he already signed over the rights. Wait, but couldn't. Like, so that means he can never have her? I didn't know that's how that worked. I'm not sure the technicality of it. Um, I don't know the technicalities, but, like, he signed the rights over to Stefan Lima. Right. Mm-hmm. But, like, at the moment, they can't house her. Right. And Rita can't house her because Rita has AJ. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's, like, the next best thing. He's her birth father. Yeah. The, the law loves birth fathers. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I'm willing to bet that she, honestly, at this point, I wouldn't want to stay with anyone else but Robert. Right. If I was her. It's hard. A lot of the fans are tweeting. Um, Lily White just tweeted, I feel like Callie won't get adopted until she ages out, which, like, we have to think about. So she just turned... 17. Okay, so she has one more year. The timeline has been very short for this show. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a very large possibility. I never thought That's about her sad. aging out and never yeah. actually getting legally adopted. Wow. Well, yeah, because she just turned 17, right? Mm-hmm. And I just remembered, because, like, if she does go to Robert, it would just be her and Robert, right? Because Sophia yeah. is living with the mom. Mm-hmm. Oh, my and God. That, that's this is a good so setup, nice. though, yeah. It's... Yeah. I mean, I don't know, like, the technicalities that Trey was talking about, like, if that is or isn't. I don't think any of us do. Mm-hmm. But um, it would just be too hard at this point to introduce another character for right. Callie to live oh, with. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Seriously. There's uh, so many, like, serious regulars already. Jonathan Mangan just tweeted, Callie can never be happy. It's the Fosters. Right. <laughs> which, which should be the tagline of the show, I think. It's a prophecy. <laughs> but this would be a good build-up. I feel like it would make sense. Like you said, you couldn't bring anyone else. And now that we've grown to, like, Robert Quinn, had it happened in the very beginning, we would have been like, oh man, forget it. I don't it. know, I still would have been stoked. I right? love Tristan. <laughs> well, no, but now it's just, it's more understanding, I feel. Yeah. So you were saying earlier that you think this paves the way for Bradley to happen again because they won't be living together. Mm-hmm. But Bradley versus Callie and Tom, and Tom uh, AJ right now, mm-hmm. how are y'all feeling? Well, I still, I, obviously, I'm still down for like the Callie and AJ. I like the heat between them. I think it's like fun and ugh. But. Endgame, we all want Brawley to be together. Well, Miss Hannah. Stop your nonsense. No, in this episode, I was like so shocked when she was telling him about Brandon. Him about Brandon, and she was like, we fell in love, and then we had to stop it. I was like, yes, girl. Right? And I was surprised AJ wasn't like, wait, you were in love with him? She's not into him. Like, she's not into AJ. She's having fun. She knows what AJ has to offer. But I have to say, that's the exact same part that I noticed also, Jill, that I was so surprised. Because I think it almost took me back where I thought, wait, did they say they loved each other? Like, that was known? Or was it just a romance that we saw and identified ourselves as an audience? I thought that was huge. I, that I was, was like, huge, too. She said we fell in love and we fell kind of hard. I'm like, wait, so you knew? Like, <laughs> So that was spoken yeah, of, I was you just know? shocked that that conversation was happening, period. Like, it was so honest to I, have It was, but that was so appropriate. I'm I think, yeah, her. I think that Callie and AJ are on a different level than the other characters because AJ is Callie when she you know, first came in mm-hmm. to 
a loving home and family and it's all these things. It's almost what Callie would have been had she not found this loving family in Steph and Lena. Yes. yes. Would have been AJ. Mm-hmm. So I just think that she's... She's down with AJ for that. And I think that ultimately they can be great friends. I don't know if that can happen with AJ because even when we met um, his brother, Ty, he was like, oh, you got a new shorty? Like, what's yeah. up? Like, So he sees the chemistry and AJ obviously has more feelings for Callie than Callie has for AJ. So this is a slippery slope. Like, this has happened so many times where mm-hmm. girls friend zone guys. Yep. But yeah. the guys still try because they're like, no, 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 I can change her. I mean, we do the same thing. Right. Well, but I mean, I think that guys <laughs> should never give up. Guys. I feel like if a man wants something, he will, he'll, you know, he'll do anything to get it. Mm-hmm. So I respect that. However, you also have to, at one point, accept the rejection. Accept it, yes. And yet, it's so much fun seeing his, like, overt, flirtatious, like, energy oh, yeah. with Callie. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's great. We've never seen that. Wyatt was awkward as yes. all hell. Like, so I was like, I, I like them together. I like their scenes together. That scene where they were, like, cute on the bench in the yeah. beginning. I was dying. I was like, wow, this is great. Like, this is what we're not seeing from Brally. Mm-hmm. Because exactly. we don't have those moments right now. They're leading sort of two separate storylines. So although I feel like it's about to crash and burn, I'm happy that Brally is coming back together and we're going to be start talking about them as a couple again. I can't wait then for That's Brandon and AJ to have a conversation now after oh. AJ knows. Right? Oh, yes. Because like, yeah. he might bring it up. Oh, he totally is going to bring it up. I feel like that kid doesn't like hide anything unless it's about his brother. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everything else he's like, so you did this? You did that? You see, but I know. I just wonder how he's. I wonder how Brandon's going to speak about that entire situation. You know, Callie was just really, really confident about that. I feel like Brandon's straight up still going to be like, "Yeah, I still love her." Oh my god, really? I I do. The predict. Oh man, we have to wait till predict because he hasn't been with anybody else since Callie and hasn't even showed interest, has he? He's been with Lou. Oh shoot! I forgot about Lou. But that's okay. They're allowed. They're teenagers. That's Lou. That was like the same. Normal. That was like the same kind of relationship that I feel like Callie's trying to do with AJ right now. I don't know. I really like them convenient. together. What do you got on Twitter? Um, Jessica Riley said, "I hope Bradley happens." They have said "I love you" to each other in um, season one, episode fifteen. They said it. Was so, it when they were playing the guitar? I don't, that was so long I ago. Like I, I, I am so like, tempted to rewatch so everything. Old. I don't remember that. That's very specific. I'm very yeah. Impressed. Like I good for it. Like I'm gonna go back. And watch episode 15, I think it's on Netflix. If you guys no, want no, that's perfect. I'm glad that they said that because I yeah. want to hear it and watch it again. Um, let's see. Danny Sanchez says, I just think Callie needs to take a break from boys right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Jessica also said, I read online that Brandon, <laughs> Brandon and Callie will start reconnecting through all the drama, mm-hmm. which is exciting. Wait, that's a great point that Danny made. Um, they. I love their chemistry. Love them together. I think he pulls out a fun, like, carefree side of her that mm-hmm. she doesn't yes. explore a lot. And yet, the, again, with her, like, adoption being up in the air, it's a horrible time to see anybody, be it, like, a Bradley Endgame thing Is or not. Is there ever a good time for love, Jeff? <laughs> no. Let's be honest. How many times do you say to yourself, I am going to be single, I just want to date, I'm going to have fun, and then you meet someone, and you're like, uh... It's always when you say that, yeah, is when yes. you meet somebody. Yes. And it's so dumb. I feel like people, like, that's just something that someone says that's in a relationship, they're like, oh my god, you know, it's when you least expect it. It, it kind of is. <laughs> it's because you're, I think it's because you're giving off a different vibe, and, like, yeah. and that's what the other, you know, the opposite kind of is attracted yep. to. Yep. Whereas when you're looking for it, you're vulnerable, and people feed off on that energy, so... So it's, and, I don't know. And yet, when you're 17, you need shelter. I know, you're right. You need but, yeah. Okay, but here, she's grown. You're this, right. is, this is my only thing, though. Like, 
I, I know she's like dating a lot and yeah, she should probably be by mm. herself. But then there's that part of me that's like, when you're in high school, when you're a kid, when you're in college, I'm like, date as much as you can. Like, have fun as much as you can because then life starts to happen afterwards and it's not fun anymore. Mm-hmm. But also, it's like practice. Practice dating all you can. You'll meet somebody you like a exactly. lot and you'll be horrible at it. Do all the <laughs> mess ups when you're younger. This yeah. is a dating show. Call in. <laughs> <laughs> We, it would be a great dating show. We could do this. We have yeah. good advice. We could do this. Also has good advice, Rita. She's back. Rita. Mm-hmm. Her, scenes her scenes were so good this episode. She's always... She called Callie out. She said, you can't go through life repeating the same mistakes. In her like metaphor to her overeating. Oh, mm-hmm. I loved yes. it. That was amazing, actually. Yeah, she's like, I can't stop, like, put down the ice cream, and you can't put down, like, problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a, that's what I was thinking, too, that it's just, it's you know, you're a creature of your own habit or whatever mm-hmm. the saying is. And I, unfortunately, Callie's just, it's almost as if she feels comfortable there. Yes. And yeah. she does it subconsciously. She doesn't even realize it because yeah. she's just like, when everything's okay, which is a lot of, re- for a lot of people, that's when they get their anxiety attacks after everything, like, you know, once the storm has settled yeah. or whatever. Oh, yeah. And then boom, it like something big Be- happens. Yeah, because Callie's main identity is built around being a fighter yes. and like surviving. And now that she doesn't have to, well, kind of, but when in the past episodes she is with a beautiful family who loves her, she doesn't need to fight for survival. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, now what? Yes. Mm-hmm. What do I do now? She yeah. does need to take a break, though. I agree with you. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be interesting to see. Um, I was really happy to see that Steph and Lena were protecting her as well, but not telling the family why AJ was leaving. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Agreed. That was, like, a nice touch, too. Well, and because they have to be aware of Brandon's feelings about it. Like, you know, he what he was sitting at the table also, wasn't he? Yeah. And it's just, like, it's inappropriate for him to know that, especially in the company of their entire family. Yeah. Like, if he's going to know and they're going to tell Brandon, it has to be one-on-one or they have to let Callie do it. Mm-hmm. I feel like Brandon knows what's up, ultimately. Mm-hmm. I, I think he knows. I think Deep you just down. have to be careful, too, because it's one of those things where, unfortunately, as a woman... It's they're like look what you're now you're now you're just starting not to look so good you know yeah, what are you doing well. like a, th- another brother like a, are you serious come yeah. on yeah it looks really bad it even though bad. I did love how I don't want to say that because I feel like I'm sounding judgmental and very critical but I feel like no you're gonna that's you a rumor star and that's a, yes you did it but exactly <laughs> you yeah. did it both and yet to her credit too it's like you fall in love with people like in your proximity when you're yes. 17 you're not scheduling dates and calling up people and like making mm-hmm. plans you're, you're spending time with who you're around yeah so um, while we think it's a bad idea we're not judging her definitely mm-hmm. true I'm gonna make that clear I like that the family brought in Rita for reading for that was a nice touch. I don't know how AJ is going to fit into the girls' united home, though. Well, was, he. I don't know why I didn't take it as he was going to be at the girls' united home. He, I thought he was really just going to be with Rita, but I guess Rita lives. Didn't she open it back up though for the other girls? Yeah, but Robert Quinn bought the house. Yeah, and remember she brought over like Charinda and Daphne and the other girls to the birthday party. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I know, that's going to be weird. Maybe maybe it'll be a situation, though, where she's, like, now hired more staff at Girls United, and she has an apartment to herself, and AJ stayed... Maybe. Well, here's the thing, though, because the Girls United would jump on AJ. Yes. He is staying at the house because she said, we're going over some house rules. Yes. Uh, And she said Mike. So he will... You got one strike. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. he he will be there, but I wonder how long it's going to take for Mike to get his foster license, because... Then I feel like it solves 
the problems because then Brandon can move in mm-hmm. or you, you know what I mean like they have to just shift things around I don't know what's going to happen also we have to wait two weeks for this I know how am I going to deal I don't know how I'm going to deal I, I get to go that. back and rewatch. be super busy throughout yeah we're going to watch episode 15 <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I really want to 115 that's a good reminder though they're definitely off next week as will we because we'll have nothing to talk about um, we talked about Mike briefly though this is such an awesome relationship Mike mm. is becoming the old, I don't want to say old, the older wise man that has great advice. Oh my yes. gosh. Just, and handles every situation so flawlessly. Yes. Mm-hmm. I loved his advice to um, AJ about like getting away from Callie because it was so phrased so nicely. Yes. It wasn't like, this is bad, run. It was like, hey, let's talk about it. It's probably not the best idea. Yeah. And I, he refrained from saying, also, this has happened already before. Yeah. Uh, right. With yeah. my son. It's one of those things where, honestly, Mike is probably thinking, she's just one of those girls. She's going to do that to you. Nothing's going to come yeah. from it. Just stay away from it. And I love how when AJ had to tell him about um, taking the paint and everything with Rita there, he was expecting a reaction from Mike, and Mike was just like, okay. Rita made me laugh so I hard. And she that. was like, sorry for narking right there. And yeah. she was so straightforward. <laughs> I, I know. died. I was like, Get it, Rita. You are hood, pretty much. <laughs> He's like, I didn't mean so, but let's continue on these rules. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I thought that was funny, too. No, because it's know. one of those things where the it's like, well, she said it's it. what you did, so own up to it. True. And I think that made him calm and made AJ not lash out or freak out. Yeah, Because they both were just like, well, talk to us about it. I know. And then so when we met the brother, mm-hmm. he, the brother was like surprised that you're living with mm-hmm. a cop. That was a fun touch, I thought. But um, he mentioned a couple times about leaving town. Yeah. Do you still think that's on AJ's radar or is he fairly settled? No, AJ's going to, he's still thinking about running. Yeah, I think it's on his radar, but he's not going to do it. I think it's a harder choice to make now. It is because he was introduced to what ambition looks like and what a house with someone who is like a minority and all these different kids who are fosters that you can have success. You know, there's he's just so used to one way that now that he's introduced to something, it's going to spark him to kind of want to stay and to figure out what else he can do. It it rids him of his ignorance, you know? He was a little bit ignorant before, and now he's not. And he doesn't seem like a runner, you know what I mean? He seems like he, even when he was introduced, he seemed like somebody who was looking just for family. Like, he was looking for his brother. He, I don't think he's ever had this, like, mentality that's, like, how Ty is, where it's everybody's out to get him. It's just, even when, you know, that police officer attacked him and threw him on the ground, he didn't attack back or anything. I think he just... He wants to be loved and he wants to be he in a home. Settled. And Mike is offering him a future. He even said, he's like, I want him to go to college. This is forever. Yeah. That speech how was you, amazing. How do, you was. Go, how do you run away from that? Yeah. It's it's just hard to see because now I feel like we're going to have that character dilemma within AJ. And mm-hmm. it's like, do I listen to my blood or do I yeah. stay in the situation I'm in? It's so hard because now he has a father figure and then there's Ty telling him, like, he's not your dad. Right. Like, you need to realize this. Like, I'm your family. I'm your family. And it when you're 17, hard. how do you pick the guy that you grew up with, your brother who's, like, your blood relative, and this also this great, like, mentor father figure? Also, his brother's in trouble because in the last episode they were supposed to meet up and he was like, I can't meet up. I'm in. Like, what, do you, what kind of trouble are you in? What do you mm-hmm. mean you're in trouble? So we don't know what he's done, which could make AJ's situation even worse. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, we have three episodes for that to come out. 
which is really exciting. I just feel like his storyline is continuing from High School Musical. He's played by Chris Warren, <laughs> the kid who liked to bake. Um, you know, he just Dude, hasn't he, grown up. It's such a change of pace for him on this show, and I love him in this character. Me too. Like, he looks great. Well. He's doing it so, like, organically. It just seems really great for him. I know. He, Something, too, with um, AJ flirting with the idea of staying or going, mm-hmm. it's like an issue of, like, casting like a series regular like do we want to add him to the show because he could very easily just stay where he is and like mm-hmm. be there permanently mm-hmm. um and i know that we're biased because we met tom and had him on the show a couple weeks ago but i love him on the show i know i think it'd be an awesome addition for season 3b and 4 and 5 6 i, I agree i really like him as a person too but yeah. but on the show like he's just i think we haven't seen such a genuine character mm-hmm. yeah. and he plays it he plays it like he feels it, and I think yes. that that's the difference. You know, he talked to us a lot about a lot of the things that AJ has gone through and how he gets into character, and I just, I don't know, like, I just like who he is, and I like what his character is doing for Mike. Yes, completely. And I think that's a big part of it. It is. It's helping both of them. Yeah. It's like one of those where you're not around those who are closest to you, so they give you the freedom to yeah. make these mistakes and grow, um, whereas anyone's going to judge you because they know you. And I think it's, uh, honestly, I think it'd be an important storyline to show, for the show in general, who that does all these great storylines, but to have a character like Mike bring in an 18, like somebody who could, Grown. is about to be legal on his own, but yet want to take him in and be a part of his life forever. That's like, kind of unheard of. That doesn't yeah. really happen often, you know? And to take in somebody that grown and want, I think it's just, I think it'd be a beautiful relationship to show and for them to continue. And to not continue it would just be, I think it'd be a disservice. And I think, I'm going to get to your Twitter comment, but I know that AJ has seen back his mind. I'm getting older. Nobody wants, like, people would prefer younger kids. And also, like, he's been in and out of homes. He can compare those experiences to this of Steph, Mm. Lena, and now Mike. Mm -hmm. Like, he knows how good he has it, I hope. What do you got for us? Twitter is freaking out right now. Dustin Bradley said, I still think that Ty was the person who hit the twins and Anna. I'm still believing that. I feel like AJ is in trouble. Um, he he did the car crash, I think. I still think Ty is the one involved with the hit and run. I mean, the way the Fosters have been going, I feel like they introduce characters for very specific reasons. Mm-hmm. And I feel like maybe they might be onto something here. I mean, I think we had thought that originally when yeah. we found out that, you know, AJ had a brother and, you know, we, we had our curiosities about him, but... Literally everyone is just... That is such a specific, like, prediction that is, like, very easily could work into the show. It yeah. could, and and that's sort of what's freaking me out. Also, um, a lot of people are saying um, in episode... In season two, episode ten, Callie goes to Rita's house, which isn't Girls United. Okay. So, so maybe she's has her own place. Maybe she... So, at this point, I have no idea. He maybe. He's staying in Rita's house. I don't yeah. know how that would work out with a house full of girls and a guy. Yeah. That, especially with those girls. Yeah. And especially <laughs> after he made out with Callie under the same roof as her. I don't know if Rita yeah. would want him. In yeah. And she knows that. So yeah. that'll be interesting to see with that. Um, if Ty did cause a car crash, though, mm-hmm. that would be a great impetus to give um, AJ, like, a, to run. Like, I, you ruined this oh, family. Yeah. We got to leave. They like, would scare, that would scare him off. Well, I mean, think about it. it, it Steph has been looking for these people... Or, or person that was in, involved in this, and now he sort of is caught in the middle between mm-hmm. his brother yeah. and the home that he's been staying in. 
that just sucks. I hope yeah. that's not true. <laughs> also, like, it could have been, too, that, like, it was AJ and or both of them mm-hmm. going off this theory. Right. Mm. Like the That's what I was don't... thinking, too. I don't think it would be only Ty. If Ty has anything to do with that car crash, AJ was in the car with him. Yeah. For sure. No, but, but, but I hate that because then... I, well, I guess it just depends if he, like, saw through the windshield. But I imagine if he was in the car crash that he would have recognized them. No, think about it. You crash your car and you say, holy crap, go, go, go. You don't say, like, well, these people ran. So they don't say, or is it bad because they were seen as bad. No, you just bounce. Has the car crash been brought up in front of him at all yet? No. No, No. but Anna's back pains, her pains from the accident are being brought up. So technically they're referencing the accident. And the writers are good. They don't let storylines just disappear. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That was the little reminder. So you that's the only reason why I thought I'm like, mm, maybe And there was also the point. reminder that we got, I feel like it was in episode two or three of the season where Steph was still trying to, yeah. she's like, oh yeah, I haven't had it, I don't have any leads yet, you know? Oh, man. I honestly thought that the car that Callie and Mariana bought were going to be in connection with, because remember how it had a dent in it? That was like um, one of our predictions last week. Oh, I forgot. I didn't think Let it was going to be say, stolen. I was real proud of myself when they were like, stolen car. I was like, who said it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I okay, literally said that out loud. Just to, to clarify, do we think the old man was scamming them by selling them? The oh, yeah. yeah. He yeah. stole the car. Oh, and it was, man. Yeah. Or it was through him. Man. Or they get an old man like that to just do the money part. Yeah. yeah. I didn't want to believe them. Oh, that's so sad. I like during that first initial scene, too, that Mariana's so excited. And I could still see the... Callie's... Like, in her eyes. Like, you did this with Wyatt, and I'm going to forgive you, but I'm still not all mm-hmm. the way there. Mm-hmm. So I like that continuation. Yeah. I'm happy that that was a stolen car and that they lost their money because it was one of those things where, yeah, that's what... That is why you do things with parents. That was so silly for them to think that they could get a car on their own. It was just funny. It was one of those lessons learned that people, like kids and teenagers go through yeah. that was appropriate for the show. I loved Mariana, though, being like, so are we going to get the money back? <laughs> I know. Because I would have thought the same, like, no, you're absolutely not going to, but I would have thought the exact same thing initially, like, so who's going to pay me back? I mean, yeah. if they catch the guy, they could possibly get it back. Right? I don't know. They didn't have car insurance. We know that. <laughs> um, I kind of hate it, and They're The Fosters not is not the only show that does this, but that the promo was centered on them getting arrested in the car, yeah. and so it makes it seem like a high-speed chase. Yeah. And I just felt like a reality TV show where like they're cutting like the person's words together to be like I killed the entire world yeah and really it's like <laughs> I killed like the world yeah. and they cut it and I was like I don't know it's a little faking out so I was a little bit let down mm-hmm. that it wasn't like the focus of the yeah. show mm-hmm. that's true but that's my beef with TV in general <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we need to definitely talk about Mariana's issue. Yeah. Uh, this episode. I thought those were the most incredible, like the best scenes for the entire episode was with her. She was, did, can I even mention the first one where sure. after the fact, when they come and speak to Anna at the house, did you see Mar- Steph and Lena just lean back and listen to Mariana like rep her family? Yeah. I loved it. It was so good. But I thought this was really good because I was wondering when religion was going to come up in this, um, in the series. Yeah, I mean, I was shocked by the parents' initial reaction. So was I. They're they're liberals. They're accepting people. Had Mariana come to them and said, I'm a lesbian. I think I'm transgender. I, like, want to move to Africa. I think I'm black, like Rachel Dolezal. They would have done. They would have said, yeah, Yeah. girl, we support you. But yet religion? Like, if she wants to be baptized, let her be baptized. Mm -hmm. So, um, I don't know. I was just, like, shocked by that they didn't entertain a conversation with right. her. Mm-hmm. I thought it was... In, uh, I agree. I thought the same thing. And I was, like, so mad at both sets of parents for a hot minute there. Like, yeah. 
the way that uh, Steph and Lena didn't accept that, and then also the way that the grandparents were not accepting. I know either. But then when the grandma was like, "So, w- what is it though that you have against that? Wouldn't you wouldn't be okay with your child believing in God?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Thank you for calling them out on that because yes. if you are going to be accepting, you have to like broaden your horizons on all categories. You know what I mean?" And right. And the, I thought that was important, too, because it was one of those things where, uh, first of all, abuelitas always know best. <laughs> and, um, no, it was just, it was funny because I thought the same thing, too. I'm like, you guys need to understand, especially because it's it's not like she's getting into something bad, regardless right. of what the actual religion is. When someone has faith, you've never really seen it do anything very negative, with the other exception of, like, terrorism and stuff. But yeah. that's not the case here. So I was, you could tell it was definitely just, uh, I felt like right away I was like, Steph, we know that you had the bad experience, but yeah. fall back. Yeah. And, and whether or not the Gutierrez's were pressuring Mariana or not pressuring her, like, she still is allowed to explore religion and, like, make that mistake for herself exactly. if it is a mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, like, the Gutierrez, it's so important to them, and they want to make Mar- Mariana important to them. Like, it's a natural correlation. Um, and so I, I was okay with, like, Steph's baggage of, like, being rejected from her church. Right. Because while not, like, every Christian <clears throat> thinks they're a sinner, there is definitely sex that do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it's hard. I, I was getting a lot of tweets about how people were really upset that religion can't be seen in a positive light. And I think, they were, I think they were disappointed by the fact that there wasn't any overwhelming positivity with it in this episode. Saying that, I do appreciate that Steph and Lena did come around and say, well, we had always said that our children would have the freedom to choose. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I do think that that's sort of an amazing thing. You know, you kind of have your own idea of, of who God is. Everyone identifies with religion differently. Right. And, you know, you... It, it just it varies by person to person, even within specific religions. So I was happy that Mariana heard the priest out, mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm proud of her for the decision that she made, even though it went against what her blood family wanted. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I do think that that shows decision making is very adult. Yes. And mm-hmm. I think that in this situation she made a really difficult adult decision mm-hmm. and she knew that it was going to hurt people's feelings. But I'm glad that they showed something like that because it is the reality. You yeah. know, again, like Jeff said, not every church is mm-hmm. like that. Right. In this situation, unfortunately, she heard the word sinner and she was completely turned off. And I get that for yeah. Mariana's character. Right. I get that. I understand that. And for a young girl, because I agree with everyone that said that I wish that there, that there wasn't anything overwhelmingly positive. However, right when that was happening, right when she was having the discussion with the priest, I knew that she was going to be scared out of it. That's why when you go through baptisms or when you're at that age, that's when you're confirming. Baptism is just kind of what you start off with. And like they said, to rid the devil of your body. Right. And I just feel like sometimes if shows are going to use religious you know, aspects, they did a pretty good job at letting the priest be normal and saying, of course, we're going to accept them, at least using those words acceptance. Yeah. But they also, I mean, for that to have happened quickly, I don't think actual Catholic like parents would have been like you need to do it right away because it is kind of a um especially as an adult like it's it's a big decision and you really do have to learn what it is about and the catholic church now is changing so much yeah right so do you remember old mariana how she was always craving for acceptance Mm -hmm. remember when we first met her she was willing to change herself i think that that also played a part into this you know she saw this is what her family her her blood relatives Mm -hmm. want 
she felt like she needed to do this yeah, without absolutely. really looking into it. Exactly. What I loved the most, though, about this storyline that, like, because religion is a tough subject, and the, actually the minute that they started going, to, going into it, I was like, oh, God. Like, <laughs> I was just terrified for what they were going to do with it. But I loved the most about it is I felt that what they were trying to show is how it is a personal thing, and it is not about... Um, it is not even really about your family or what your family mm-hmm. raises you on because both sides of the family felt differently. Mm-hmm. And when Mariana kept um, went to Steph and Lena and talked to them about it, they were like, no, we are not, right. including Mariana mm-hmm. in that statement. We do not go to church. We do not do this. And I was like, you are speaking for her. She is like a young adult coming into herself. She needs to find her own faith, whether that is different from yours or not. And I felt like in the conclusion of what she decided, it was a decision that she made on her own and had to be accepted by both sides of the family. Mm -hmm. And they had to choose to accept that, and they did. And I thought that was what was most important about it, is that that we, by the end of the episode, like, went away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know. And that's that's what I felt like was most important about the whole storyline. Yeah, and I just want to be clear, because I know that people did have problems with this storyline, um, but I want to be clear that this is an example of a Catholic priest and family that did have a problem with mm-hmm. um, them being sinners. It's not a representation of all of Catholicism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and absolutely. I don't think the show is claiming to represent that at oh, all. Right. Yeah. Right. And, but, and that's just typically what you see. And that's what's traditionally yeah. trying to change right now. Yeah. I agree. And I, that's the thing with Steph when she, to go back to what you were saying, um, especially when Steph said no, just because, no, yeah. I was surprised. Not yeah. because why wouldn't you want that, but just because of how they are. Right. So I was like, oh, you sound like your dad right now. <laughs> you know, and I think that they had to take a moment to realize that because when they showed up at the church, I thought that was beautiful to yeah. support your child in doing this. And I was proud of Mariana for actually not going through it right away because I think that's a big deal yeah. to, to go to follow through with it. And ultimately, she didn't know enough about it. No, to exactly. Make that exactly. When he was saying this, speech, exactly. I was like, "Honey, you don't know what Catholicism like mm-hmm. is. Like, he didn't you didn't even know, know that... enough about her. Yeah, right. they were doing like their little pre-interview, and I was like, you don't even I have know, the right, right information. This is heartbreaking. Yeah. Like, jeez. Yes, I know. So all this drives Anna to bolt. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that this next scene took me so off guard when she came over with the baby. Yeah, right. to give it away. Oh, yeah. Like, you can't keep doing this to the family to, like, relive everything with Frankie, but also to Mariana, who all she wants to be is the perfect big sister. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to crush her week after week. That scene with Steph and Lena, I was just like... Was oh, so my good. God, I know. That was... Yeah. Wait, what are we talking about? The, oh, God. Wait, Steph. About the in tree? The ki- in the kitchen. Oh, about just Frankie. making sure. No, oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, wait, okay. what are we talking no, about? No, no, because I didn't know if you were talking about when oh. Angel came and then the, and the, the grandparents... <laughs> What are we talking about? I got so excited because of your guys' reaction, but no, oh, no that the scene was with Frankie. Yeah, that was incredible, and I was happy at, at that moment because she was right. Like I shouldn't have said in therapy, but they finally. I'm so happy that uh, Lena found out. I think I'm depressed. Yeah, like that made me cry when I was watching it last night because I was like, "You, that probably is what it is." And now Stephanie can yeah. be more reasonable and can talk to her, and that just that changes everything for yeah. them. Like, right away, even through the screen, I thought the energy was different. Right? It changes the field, like, opens up the field of communication, even to talk about the kiss and everything. It will change the whole... It's just going to open up a lot of more honesty between them in a positive way, rather than, like, fighting it out. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, words. and yeah. Was talking about them fighting, I loved seeing them like jointly together on the religion argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't believe what they were fighting for, right? But um, just this scene talking about Frankie and the tree and how hurt she still is, yeah. um, was like you said, one of the most beautiful scenes of the season, and also one of the most necessary because it's such a major thing that happened to them, yeah, and absolutely. this is something that does take time to get over. Mm-hmm. So to show that, like. Oh my god. Yeah. And also another like real thing that they brought up which I think a lot of, you know, people that are watching the show, they're young, they don't really know about these things, but Anna is very depressed mm-hmm. and when she said I feel no connection to this baby. Right away you were So many postpartum. women postpartum depression. Absolutely. It's like it's a huge thing. You know, you hear all these stories about you know, it's uh, the woman is with the baby. You know, they might not have a husband. A husband's there. They might not have a wife. The wife not be there. And it's just something that happens. The baby blues. Mm-hmm. And we hear about it all the time. And it's nice to see on television somebody, you know, showing that to everyone. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I saw that for the first time um, at a restaurant. We were just around. A woman came in. She had her baby. And she was drinking, though. She was by herself, and someone was going to come get her. And, and every time everyone would be looking at her, she's like, it's okay, I'm fine. It's okay, I'm fine. And then Aww. told one of the hostesses, like, I have postpartum. Aww. And it was just so sad because you wouldn't think that yeah. someone would just say it. But they had nothing else to say. And it was just right yeah. when I saw that, I was like, God, that is so real. And it's so sad, especially yeah. when um, Anna said, it's what I felt with you and his hoops. Oh, God, that broke my heart. But, when but you know that. what? But I thought, it may, if I was Mariana, I think I would feel better. I think it'd be but like, there well, was, you know what? That there is an issue. Yeah. And good for true. Mariana to say that I still believe in her no matter what. Especially when she defended them saying, she's done everything bad to me also yeah. since I've met her. But wonderful. I haven't given up on her. And how heartbreaking, too. That yes, she was like going like through addiction and whatnot when she had Mariana Jesus, but also the postpartum depression. Exactly. Like she never had a chance. Mm-hmm. She literally didn't. Yeah. Um, I'm so amazing to see Mariana too sticking up to the grandparents. Yeah, that yeah. was they wonderful. Were wonderful. They were able to voice each side of things. She's been ruining our life for this many years, and mm-hmm. she's like, I've been wanting her to like be perfect for this many years. Mm-hmm. That competing thing. Um, we're running out of time though. We got to briefly talk about Brandon. Yes. Okay. At Ida Wild, mm-hmm. his friend Tony semi stole his idea? What was is he doing? made me so mad. And when they had that little conversation in the woods, one, I'm going to say one thing. I thought, I don't know why, but I thought it Brian was, was a very... No, I just thought... each other? Because no. that's what I thought. Oh. I thought okay. Brandon looked very sexy is what I was going to say. Oh. I thought he was like stormed off very like, ooh. And I was like, ooh. Ooh, baby. David Lambert. Anyways, sorry. I just had to say that. But... I was surprised that the minute that it started, if I were Brandon, I would have jumped up. I would have been like, whoa, like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right now? Well, we have to remember that he can't really ruffle feathers because he's there on borrowed time, Mm -hmm. pretty much. And I think that it's really crappy what, what's his name? Tony. Tony. Tony did. But I feel like it was a little bit of like a lesson-ish. And I don't know if it was Tony being like, I'm going to bring the best out of this person because I think he's amazing. Or if it was him just being... A biter? I don't know. Like, it was very confusing because he was... The way his face was after the camera pan, it was kind of like he's like, yeah, I got the reaction out of him that I wanted. And he's going to like kick my butt and it's going to be like that's how I felt and it was very weird because you could take it either way you could take it as he was really meanly stealing Brandon's idea and that was it and he doesn't care or you could take it as he was trying to teach him to go with his creative gut yeah 
it's maybe, there are ways to do that no, that is may, not that maybe the creative gut I think I only saw it it was very cowardly I think there are people in the world who just copy and uh. because they see something that's good and so that's why he kind of veered him the other way and it's one of those things where when it comes to your own creativity that's why you don't really need to consult things because you should just believe in what you're doing and then do it because that's why it, um, an artistic piece is an artistic piece I don't know I don't think there was anything more than just him being like a, a shady kid and that was that and now, and just a lesson to be learned. Don't you can't trust anybody. Yeah, like there's that. high stakes too. Exactly. People you know. are also he was ship, just trying to be shady. Brony. <laughs> no. no. Hashtag Brony. No. Brandon Tony. Do we have to make it awkward? Just like. Well, I don't know what to believe anymore because originally the online said online the internet told me that um, Tony was going to be Callie's love interest. Right. That didn't happen. Someone else said that Callie or that Tony had a crush on Brandon. Yep, I heard that too. So Can I just who knows? Be like, mm-hmm. Just a bromance though. Like I want Brandon to have a good guy friend. Like why can't we just have that? Yeah. He doesn't have any good guy friends. Does he have any friends? Exactly. I'm like he needs a good guy friend, but like to me this he is a shade. And if they're right, and if they're introducing this character to be that for Brandon, then I'm like, there are better ways of going about it. Don't start a friendship on a shady note. If he mm-hmm. wants to support Brandon, mm-hmm. do it in an appropriate way. At that moment when Brandon asked him what he should have done, he should have encouraged him to just take a leap and go mm-hmm. for it. Oh, God, it made me That's so That's not mad. the case, but Brandon also has a dramatic life, so we're at this. <sighs> I know. Guys, we got to segue to some predictions. Mm-hmm. I hope you've got some good ones. I had one earlier, and I had to you put it, it on. I put it away. No, I put it away. And now you forgot. Man, it was such a good prediction. Okay. It had to do with the previews. Think about what happened on the previews. Did well, you now I forget. I watched. Um, Did I? The, the hitting. Oh, my God. With I didn't Rita. see the preview. The girl united people. Yeah, Rita the said I would never Rita. hit a girl. Yeah, there was like a girl with a black eye. I um, wonder if one of the girls is saying it, though. That's going to be crazy. Who knows? Anyway, I really want Jonner to come back. We haven't seen both Gavin and Hayden have not been in the last two episodes, so mm. it's been really weird. And the Jonner fans are still strong because I get tweets about them all the time. Thank you guys for that. So hopefully they come back. Um, I don't know because I don't really read the synopsis of the the forthcoming episodes. Yeah, uh, but I do hope that we find out what they've been up to since we have no idea. Also, Jude wasn't at the table when everyone was eating this episode, which I thought was really weird. It's just weird. statement. Yeah, it's weird because they made Jude and Connor the shining example Mm -hmm. of, like, relationships, the youngest kiss in TV history, and they're like, we gave you that. Take him away. It's like, where else can they take the relationship? I have to be 100% honest. I, I saw the ratings for this week. The ratings went up, which is amazing. Like, that's great for the Fosters. Yeah. But my Twitter interaction is is way down and even during our show tonight less people are tweeting and you think yeah. that's because of John I think it's because of John wow I yeah do. but that's because that's the younger generation mm-hmm. actually our Twitter what like who's tweeting at us kind of trips me out I'm like wow they're so involved and pay attention to different things that what we do yeah like that. you said though the viewership has been breaking records every week mm-hmm. for the Fosters so it's catching on yeah it, I mean it's the most subversive show on TV mm-hmm. it's yeah. a gem <laughs> I love it do you guys have anything specific to add no. No, I just want to, I hope, let's just hope that the family stays strong, you know, during, because it's about to get super rough with AJ and Callie and Brandon. Yeah. And I want to see more moments like the one at the table where uh, Lena and Steph said, 
she's not your daughter and she's not your grandchildren child yeah you spend mm. time with her because of I let you yes. yeah mm. mama tiger was out um I have no thing specific to say although I'm just excited to see what happens with Callie's app she's creating mm. lost yeah. and found what an awesome idea hopefully yeah. they, they accept it because it didn't seem like they were going to in that meeting. And yet, I had such a beef with that lady because she Me was like, too. yeah, like you're no face to face interaction. I'm like, this could help every foster right? kid in the yeah. country slash world. Yeah, I know. <sighs> what are we going to do? Guys, until next week, where can everybody find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jillian Love, on my Facebook page, Jillian Love Official. And please subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com backslash Jillian Love. You all can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Hotshot Dude, and listen to Jillian sing. I just posted a video of her singing. <laughs> She's awesome. Hannah. <laughs> uh, y'all can find me on Twitter at Stephanie Georgie and on Instagram at the Stephanie Georgie. And I tweet from Jeff Masters One. Guys, we will not see you next week, but the following week. Good night. Bye. Bye. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 